0: Warm greetings to the wonderful audience. Another exciting episode is waiting for you all. Today our guest of honor is Nimisha Chatterjee. We are so glad to have her presence here with us. Ma'am is a passionate HR professional. She is serving now as HR business partner in Clean Harbors, India. Apart from this, she is a mentor, speaker, and author of two books named as The Journey to Love and Peace and My Journey to Love and Peace which are floating and bloom working in the Indian and international markets. Besides all this stuff. Now I would like to uh, have a discussion with Nimisha ma'am. I would like to ask one question that what is passion actually means?
1: Yeah. Thank you Tejasui, for having me here. Good morning, everyone. So That's something really great, Uh, you know, passion. Passion for me is, um, you know, what, what actually without any efforts, what you wanted to do, right? Or which gives you a sense of fulfillment. So when you do something and how you get the fulfillment and which gives you that satisfaction, right? Which makes you feel more content. So that's, that's the passion is all about.
0: And how we can intervene that passion into our profession? So uh, to bring passion into our profession, I would say
1: uh, it's most important first to get into the profession, which you are passionate about it. Okay. So if you are trying to get into a profession and then bring passion, it might not work. But if you are passionate about what you really like and go for it according to that passion profession, that would give you more passion into the work, what you want to do, because that will bring you the curiosity to learn more. That will give you, in spite of any working conditions, in spite of any challenges you would have at your workplace, or whether you have the resources or not for the role or for the job, you are passionate for that profession to drive. And that will bring you or make you success in that field.
0: For you, how it all went on Uh, from being an HR and to being an HR professional, what made you so passionate to be in that field? So, uh,
1: basically you know i I was very passionate about um you know about the people behavior or the psychology okay, so that is the most important thing for me because I was always curious curious about the various kind of behavior that people i was surrounded with or what goes behind the psychology of when somebody does a particular act or a particular behavior right mm. so to trying to understand why and what it goes and that's when i started um, so i felt you know that's why i wanted uh, to be into human resource though i wanted to study the psychology also but then another aspect for human resource was you know you need to understand the structure of the business Hmm. you need to have so human resource field had given me uh, the blend or the combination of both the people and the business so how I could get the best out of the people also Hmm. ensuring how I could lead the business so that's how my journey started in HR. Uh, that's, I mean, I would say that that's why I chose HR. And uh, the more I did my graduation uh, with VCOM honors with uh, management specialization, I mm-hmm. had a subject of OB organizational behavior so that yes. gave me a blend to understand about psychology right and more specifically towards the organization psychology right because there are various psychology domains yes. and then i went ahead to pursue my mba uh, postgraduate mba in um, hr specialization hmm. uh, post that you know i uh, maybe it was a recession time i mean we give a lot of excuses or maybe i'm from dear to college etc etc right but i would say that i got an opportunity in a recruitment consulting firm okay oh. so being an hr professional we always we that we want to get into an organization as an hr leader hr manager
0: hmm. everyone
1: has the same aim and there's no nothing wrong into that Yes. But then I felt I want to start a corporate journey. And the first thing what came to me was into a role of recruiter, into a recruitment consulting firm. And I just took it up and um, because I felt that's something I would get to learn. And i yes. there when I started my journey and later on moved into HR operations and my career went through. But now when I look back, I I felt that also gave me an understanding about you know the candidate psychology.
0: Okay, mm. so as
1: a recruiter, when we are trying to schedule the candidates, so you are dealing with your stakeholders, right? The yes. business is giving you, so they are in need of the position or the business, even as a candidates how they are, you know, what they think of. So all the people behavior, the psychology and the business is what helped me to grow in my career. And then I started with HR operations the basics, what we study uh, to keep the organization, the hygiene factors, basically, uh, you know, records and uh, your payroll, leaves and attendance, all those things, orientation, onboarding, So those were the initial stage of my career where I've learned about the structures or the process we need. And then uh, I I also made sure that I'm not into a comfort zone. So I have got an exposure or I got a, I would Mm -hmm. say I'm grateful to be in, you know, served, served in various industries. So I have worked with healthcare industry, healthcare BPO, I've worked with freight forwarding, I've worked with retail industry, so, and IT product organization, and the recent one where I'm working currently is environmental service.
0: So there might be some challenges that you have faced during the course of time, apart from dealing with people, or we can say the consequences of diversity and inclusion or several social factors. Have you came across certain consequences? Uh Yeah. So, you know, every
1: industry is different. So healthcare, BPO, it was more about medical practitioners, right? Medical transcriptionist, uh, the role. In retail, it was something all different. You need to recruit, uh, you know, the folks who are basically on the store and, you know, Saturday, Sundays, everything is working for them um so it was a different uh you know challenge altogether coming from a complete office structure to a retail industry where you deal with different kind of people right what we call it as now as a blue-collared workers basically but then it is all about how you understand okay because after all it is all the human behavior and the best part i would say that being an hr I, I uh, being in HR, we get to, uh, you know, define what exactly we want to be playing yes. the role. That is the best part. Yeah. So as an HR professionals, I would say that we are the learners because we mm. see new ways to learn. Okay. As an HR professional, I, I say that we are also the enablers because we are the one who makes others better. Right, we so being we judgmental have, is
0: also uh, equally important by for judging the people or to keep them into the right place. What? Uh, I wouldn't use the
1: word judgmental, but we could say that we are the enablers, okay. So okay. enablers is like we know whose potential is good for at which moment, hmm. and that's where you place them, all right? Yes, and then also you're the, the creators because you know who has got what potential where and how you can create the best out of them or oh. how you can help your stakeholders yes so these are the various ways as an hr professionals uh, can if, overcome they, if it the can challenges. be a
0: face-to-face then uh, we can analyze it easily but what if uh, it can be scheduled over the on screen then how you used to uh mine some traits of an
1: individual yeah so definitely technology as we say it has got yeah. both benefits yes. and disadvantages right and we all human beings are always been a social creators we call yes. it as a social animals so we love mm. to be around women. i mean humans right so uh it's it's the connection which actually builds all of us and with the technology yes it had little challenge right to bring the best mm-hmm. of it because you get see only on that four square box yes. but then um it it also helps on how you build a rapport how you are ready to listen to mm-hmm. the other individual, because end of the day it is not the solution Mm. Uh, people are looking at they're looking to they're looking forward for them to be heard. yes that's most important. What are and the definitely... major
0: downfalls and pitfalls that you have uh, seen and what lessons they have taught you uh, in my
1: career, you're talking about yes right? uh,
0: in your career if you have any experience, it's better that we can get a good understanding on it. Okay, so I
1: would say uh, since I started uh, you know, uh, my career, I wouldn't say that as a pitfall, I mean, you know, downfall about it, but then I felt that every step I got in my career, uh, every is what I define it as a success, whether I joined mm-hmm. as a recruiter to an operations. Okay. Um, And then, you know, you moved from one industry to another industry. So there could be that if I would have continued in retail, okay, Mm. there is a different road path because what happens when you switch industry, right? Mm. So there are times when people say, oh, okay, you are in this industry, you have got only three years of experience, but you are new to the IT industry. So you know, there are something, but if you have been growing in one industry, you become an expert or into that. So Mm. that is one way of looking into it. But what I feel or what I did was I felt every step in my career is how I got uh, success or every single role I performed during my year. I consider that as a success because success is not just a first instance, but all these kind of opportunities that I've been offered, that is what I consider
0: Success. That's why it is known that success is not a destination; it's a journey. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: What motivation that drives you to achieve beyond the obvious? Um, uh,
1: the motivation to achieve. Um, the um can you just come again to achieve what is the motivation
0: that, that drives you or that make you so much uh, potential towards uh, achieving the feat or achieving beyond the possibilities uh
1: as i said it is first is definitely about your passion yes right hmm. and when i say passion it's if i break it down okay so it is nothing but being true to you yourself or like Mm. being true for myself okay and uh, continuous learning like whatever opportunity came across my way I took it up and I felt it is every every step every instance is a learning opportunity and Mm. the third thing I felt is being grateful to my towards my mentors or my colleagues and my stakeholders with whom I have worked because it's because of them, I'm where I am, and that's what I would say you know success is all about or that's how you drive the purpose towards where you are in your profession
0: that's great that's absolutely uh, very noteworthy and whom you are uh, do you have any idols or whom you have inspired from uh, them most um uh, i wouldn't
1: have any particular idol uh, as such but uh, because i continue to get inspired from many people for many different things okay there is a mm-hmm. mentor whom i say from where i Uh, learn how to be be, I mean she's a woman leader and she's absolutely great you know so how as a woman you can learn there is an ex person like was a business stakeholder and I have learned how to be very assertive Mm. right when you have to communicate some of the difficult decisions or communication there is a mentor when I started my career and I had done the internship under him and that's that's a different learning altogether that at that age also how that person is being focused on continuous learning so there are different people who have always continue to inspire me and it's not only about the leaders i get inspired by my colleagues and by my juniors as well so that's great inspiration comes from all across it's how you take it
0: that's really great and there is a so much buzzword uh, now we are coming across over social handles and everywhere, like coach, being mentor and next being speaker. What is it all about? Is it like synonymous or they are used like synonymously?
1: Okay, so you mentioned about coach and mentor
0: right Yes yes,
1: okay. So uh, the basic difference between the coach and the mentor, though they have been used synonymously, you know, yeah. in every interactions, you are correct, yes. right? But coach is all about your, uh, you know, how the coach is a person who enables you or who asks you about the open questions. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. Whereas mentor is the one who answers your direct questions
0: that's really great yeah
1: Mm. a mentor mentors you based on their past experiences okay because the mentor is someone who had for example you have into the finance you have into the hr so based on their expertise or the experience that's Mm. how they share their experience with a mentee coach whereas future focused okay Okay. like now i ask you uh what you wanted to do you say i Mm. wanted to get into hr so it is like why What? what made you think of hr so these are like open-ended question and it is more of future focused okay okay yeah
0: so i have seen that you have been mentor and speaker also so Mm -hmm. How you have started it, what made you to explore those areas?
1: Okay, so uh I started with uh, mentoring because I, I as I was telling you, right, in my career mm-hmm. mentors have played an important yes. role, right? So towards a certain uh experience or up to a certain time, I felt You know, we all are definitely in the stage of learning every time. Mm -hmm. And I too have that misconception that um, I'm still learning. I have a mentor. How Mm. could I mentor someone? I wanted to Mm. share my experience because the kind of experience what I had received. I Mm. wanted to also share my experience and help, uh, you know, the future leaders, young future leaders. But then I always had that inhibition within me. Uh, how could I mentor someone?
0: Okay, mm. they are so
1: good. Uh, right? and what if I don't know the answer? Right, because I felt now the coming generation is amazing. You know? Yes, super smart. Like look at you. I would have never thought at this age that I could host a poor, you know podcast. So I always had that uh, you know inhibition. All so your I'm greatness
0: me. and highness. <laughs>
1: But then I uh, felt, you know, there, there's no age or there's no structure to mm. share what you know, right? Yes. You are just sharing your journey. You mm. are sharing what you know. And there's nothing wrong in accepting that you don't know. You could probably, uh, you know, make sure that you connect that mentee with somebody else if you know the, if you don't know, or you could get the answers and let the mentee know. So being honest and being open about it. So that's where I started, uh, you know, sharing my experience and my journey. And I mean, based on the experience, what I get from my mentees, that that actually helped. And then that's how uh, the speaking opportunities also came in. And I would definitely say thanks to LinkedIn, because uh, the more you share on LinkedIn, the more you know, share your knowledge, that's when you get to learn more. And, uh, that's how this inter- and, uh, okay. speaking opportunity came up.
0: And can you please describe about your books that you have written? What's the difference okay.
1: between
0: two? One is your journey and one is the static one. The con- yeah, So
1: basically I would say that, are. Uh, I mean, I have written two books. One is my journey to love and peace. And the other one is, uh, you know, the power of connections okay so you would find uh, with the title the journey of the journey to love and peace and my journey to love and peace so let me just um, you know share that so the book the journey to love and peace was first launched at outside india okay and that is why it is titled as the journey to love and peace it is the same book which is um, you know with a second edition and edition i had launched in india with the certain title change that is my journey to love and peace so it's ideally the same book just in india Mm. it is uh, the name of my journey to love and peace and outside india it is uh, uh, the journey to love and peace
0: that's great so
1: um the book talks about basically on um you know growing from you know how you had the um what you say the mindset that yeah. I am not enough hmm. to I am enough that's great okay and that's, that's uh, yes because we all come with that challenge of yeah how to be you know basically I'm, I share being vulnerable that what I have was earlier yes and that has been the uh, best thing in my life I would say uh, about this book <sighs> That's what and we, the other book, uh, and it also talks about, Yeah, and that this book also talks about. It is also for the upcoming HR professionals. i uh, dedicated to because I have shared my nuggets yeah. about uh, HR concepts in, Inasar, in mm-hmm. that book. The second book, the Power of Connection," is basically co-authored with four of my three other friends. And that's how we've, how we connect on the LinkedIn and how our friendship grew, how we have made connections. And then apart from that, this also talks about 10 other women, individuals, we are part of a community. So how we are, what is the meaning of connection for all of us, how we are linking or, you know, our connections, our stories. So that Mm -hmm. is all about in the other book, uh, the power of connection so That's you absolutely
0: can get them on amazon or, or, or Motion press yeah. yeah sure it's worth it so thank you ma'am for the it was so nice to talk with you and we have having a good conversation throughout the time it was uh, very pleasant thank you for the time and patience that you have shown and given us so much thoughts uh, of lessons i wish you a, have a nice day to all let's see on the next episode Thank
1: you all. Thank you, Deja for having me. And thank you all. Have a great day.